Hey, I'm your host, Sarah Adam Check, and you are listening to the Connected and Well podcast. This is a podcast for those of you who are ready to up-level your life. If you're ready to become more mindful, stick to the habits you create, shed stress and overwhelm, and shift your mindset from limiting beliefs and fear so you can hop off the sidelines and go create your dream life, I've got you. Join the conversation. Let's go. Hello, hello. I'm your host, Sarah Adamchak, and you're listening to the Connected and Well podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Today, I have Amy Fowler on the show. She's an intuitive energy healer, an empath, and just a beautiful soul. If you are looking for more ways to raise your vibration, connect to your intuition, feel better overall, and hear us chat about some pretty woo stuff, then this episode is for you. Let's just jump straight into this fun conversation because I think you are going to love it. Hello, Amy. How are you? I am doing wonderful. Thank you so much. How are you doing today, Sarah? I'm feeling really good. Thank you for asking. Thank you so much for joining this conversation. I've been really excited to get on here and talk with you and all of your listeners. So I'm ready to be open the book. Nice. Thank you. Well, we're ready to have you. (laughs) Okay. Well, I want to just jump straight into this conversation. I myself am so excited to hear about what it is you do as an intuitive energy healer holistic wellness, connecting to intuition, raising our vibration, all the things, because I love all of those things. (laughs) I love Um, it. You nailed them all. (laughs) Yes, perfect. But first, I want to ask you about your own healing journey, because so many of us, we don't just come to this place knowing everything. We have been on our own journey. And as I was prepping for our conversation, I discovered something about you that I never would have guessed. I never knew about you, that you yourself have once suffered from chronic pain, depression. And at one point you were at a very low point. You even tried to end it all. So I would love to hear about that. Like I said, I never would have guessed because you just exude light and such positivity and you just radiate. I don't know, your your vibration just comes through the screen. It's been a work in progress, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, could you share with us what that was like to be at such a low point, like you call it being in the pit? your oh, your yes. darkest place and what was that journey like of getting out of that and healing was there something in particular that saved you so to speak definitely something beyond the physical form saved me that's for sure so yeah. i have a very long journey of mental health and chronic pain that just was like you know chicken before the egg type of thing it um just fed on each other and it's I love what you said, and I'm very grateful for that. And I actually just received a message today from a beautiful soul from high school when I was obviously drowning in depression and wasn't speaking about it. It was a time where I just swept it all under the rug, swept different traumas that happened to me under the rug and never talked about it, blame myself, of course. And she said, I've always exuded that light. So that's very 
lovely to hear but when you are in the dark in the depths of that pit you do not feel like the light Mm -hmm. and that's okay like we're okay to be not okay sometimes so I had a very long journey like I said it stemmed from trauma that happened in high school that I didn't tell anybody about and never talked about it that's very quickly snowballed into major depressive disorder and went through all of university. And that was the first time I um, hurt myself and was obviously brought to the hospital and a counselor at that time. And that started my journey of actually being able to talk about it. And that's even though it was very slow journey at that point. That was the start of my healing journey. But what I did not do, which was a disservice to myself, was truly speak about the things that have happened to me in the past, which particularly was um, a date rates rape situation. And, um, and I didn't speak about that for years and years, even going through therapy. And then there was multiple attempts on my life. And my depression was like what they label as treatment resistant, which just means we couldn't find the right drug that was going to help me. Um, yeah. Tried it all, tried all the combinations and ended up after I graduated and I was working as a nurse. I was a nurse for over 20 years. And during that time, that's when the mental health and that mental emotional pain started to physically manifest it in my body. So I woke up one day with a migraine and it didn't go away for months. And I lived the remaining of those 20 years in chronic pain every day. I felt pain in my head, which slowly developed into pain throughout my whole body. So that, and unfortunately, I was in a, an unsupportive marriage at that time and decided that it wasn't worth it anymore. And I took my own life and it was definitely a higher power that came in to facilitate the saving of my life. And I remember waking up like, I don't know, three days later in ICU and thinking, okay, well, obviously I'm supposed to be here (laughs) having the medical knowledge of what how I was still there and what had gone on I thought okay well I need to do something and I need to get serious about getting better and that was the catalyst for me everybody's catalyst is a little different but mine was okay I gotta get better so I started to heal myself enough that I could leave my relationship and I started to look at all these other alternative healings right I mean I truly believe in the right pharmaceutical treatment and the right um, psychological help but there's so much more and so I started looking at energy and energy healing I started to do it on myself I started to look at like the somatic process of how we like soak up other people's energy I had no idea I was an empath I had no idea I was highly sensitive just knowing that and like knowing why going grocery shopping I all of a sudden just want to break down and cry that it's not mine was huge for me that I could like process that and started doing like energy alignments on a daily basis and then started to get into more things um, that were alternative like meditations and and different other somatic treatments 
that's where it brought me to now. And during this whole process of me leaving my professional career of, uh, as a nurse for my physical health, because the migraines were still there mm-hmm. and pushing against that resistance was doing me more harm than good, even though I loved what I did. I loved helping others. But I realized that with my intuitive gifts that I could help others in a different way. And that's where I am now. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. That's like the Coles notes. (laughs) I know, right? I'm sure. (laughs) That's a quick podcast interview synopsis of your life. (laughs) 30 years and 30 seconds. No, not quite. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I, I appreciate you sharing because I think it's important for others to hear. I just think so many are suffering right now. It's such trying times. And I do find that so many people are giving up hope. And it is through people like you that people can begin to find hope again and can begin to go on their own healing journey. So I think it's important for them to know they're not alone. Yes, that was a big thing for me. That's when I sort of abandoned it, but hoping to bring it back is my own podcast. And that was my first episode, just telling my truth and telling my story. And it's the ones out there that we don't expect. I've nobody ever thought I was depressed. I always had a smile on my face, always ready to help out, always ready to try to help people laugh and find joy in life. But I was suffering inside. It's so sad that we feel like we have to go through this alone. Yeah. Well, I heard you mention something that I am also familiar with. You were talking about when you were going through this this heavy, um, your body started showing different signs, right? It's like manifesting symptoms. So I can relate to you on so many levels. And I suffered from chronic stress, burnout. I mean, like heavy, heavy. I would just lie on the floor in a puddle and cry like every single day. And my body was manifesting all these symptoms also. I could write a book on the symptoms that I was (laughs) feeling and that were happening to me. So when you noticed this was happening, you said that you got into learning about somatics. How important is that for us so we can find that release? It's the most important thing you can do (laughs) pretty much on a daily basis is tune in to your body, get out of your head Mm -hmm. and get into your body. I, with especially with my one-on-one clients, we start the session with doing a body scan and I'll, I'll do a scan every day, usually at the beginning and uh, at the end, you don't have to spend hours there. Right. But it's going through and really paying attention to your body, asking it what it wants to tell you today and going through and There may be something if you say you deal with chronic like wrist pain, just because my wrists are hurting today, that came up. (laughs) But when you go through your body scan, something else might come up like your shoulder. And then what I like to do is like dive into that part of the body and ask it what it wants to tell you. And Mm. that's, that's the thing we store, we store trauma in our body. And it doesn't matter if you've gone through big T trauma or little T trauma. Our bodies don't know. 
what it is. It it can be a snide remark that some high school girl made to you like 20 years ago, right? That, that you totally forgot about or feeling, and it's not even that a trauma had to occur. It's a perceived trauma. Mm -hmm. This is what gets integrated into our bodies. And then it just slowly over time manifests. So sometimes we're able to dive into those spaces and really understand what's there and release it. But sometimes it won't show us what's there, but we're still able to release it. It's about giving it the ourselves, our bodies, time to talk to us and, and honor it and then let it release. Mm, I love that. So you're talking about in the morning, starting off with a body scan. Yes. Seeing how your body is feeling, seeing if there are any aches and pains and just kind of asking, what is this? I like that. Yeah. yeah, I do that every morning. And uh, like I said, it, at first it may take some some getting used to, but it can be pretty quick. And then I follow that up with a really quick energy alignment, which is simply like grounding yourself. It's a really easy way to get into your body and just clearing out any energy that you might have picked up or that's not serving you anymore. It could be your own stuff, but it could be someone else. And that's the thing. We pick up energies, not only from the people around us, but from everything, including mm-hmm. over social media. These people that are, are accessing our energy via social media can send us energy that maybe isn't the most helpful at this time. So clearing that out, also calling back your energy. We mm-hmm. can obviously leak energy to others and then protecting your energy to go throughout the day with the intention that only the, the love and the light get in. Yes. Yes, I am big into that. And for those of you listening who this might sound a little woo for you. Embrace the woo. Embrace it. Exactly. (laughs) Because it is real. It is so real. And you might not even know, like we're talking about energy. Well, everybody knows that we have ups and downs. So you can just kind of relate it to an energy of feeling good, feeling bad, feeling, feeling high, feeling low. And when you notice that your energy is starting to feel low, that's when you make those shifts. Or when your energy is feeling high, try to stay in the flow. Absolutely. And that's the thing, whether you kind of believe in the woo or you're woo curious or you're totally against it, it's actually all based in science. We're all energy. This is a scientific thing. This is more, well, and as we go further, it's like quantum physics, right? So we are all energy and the beautiful, but also the thing we have to remember is that we like attracts like, right? So if you are doing a really good job at keeping that energy high, and I mean, I'm not high energy every day, that's just not possible. And that's okay. But to be aware of that, then you're going to attract that like energy. Whereas if you're sitting in that negative space and not making an attempt to move out of that, you're going to attract that negative and it's only going to weigh you down more. Yes, absolutely. So what is one way that you could suggest for us right now, if we do notice that our energy is starting to feel low or dip, or we're just not feeling like ourselves? what's something that we can do, like a little quick fix to help us feel better in the moment? Perfect. Step one, ask if it's yours. 
just ask yourself, is this mine? Like if you're feeling heaviness or a low feeling, feeling grief, whatever, just take a moment and come into your body. So you want to ground to be able to come into your body. And it doesn't have to be a big, beautiful, like roots going into the earth, which I enjoy <laughs> a nice guided <laughs> meditation, but it's simply checking in with your body. So maybe placing your feet flat on the floor and just feeling your clothes on your body and then asking yourself, is this mine? If it's no, then just bless and release it. It will release really easy, mm-hmm. easier than you expect. Okay. If it is yours, just take a moment to honor that, whatever it is you're feeling and then clear it out. So whether that means for you feeling like water flowing over top of you and washing you away, Mm -hmm. or feeling like you're sitting in front of a fireplace that like is melting off that heavy waxy layer from your body, whatever it is that feels good to you. And if you're not a visual or an imaginative person like that, then get up and shake your body. Yes. Literally move your body, shake it off. So not everybody likes to be in their head and in their body in the way of like sort of a guided meditation type thing. So just get up, shake it. Yeah. You're speaking my love language. (laughs) (laughs) And just imagine all that bad stuff just shaking. Yeah. Oh, yes. Absolutely. It is so powerful how we can shift our energy quickly and like, yeah, shaking just, and even imagine just flicking it off, imagining all that heavy, just leaving your body. I love that. I've never thought about, or I've never heard about visualizing like a waterfall flowing over you or a fire melting. That's really I'm nice. I'm going to try Scorpio, that. So the water always comes to me. And, and some days it, if, feels like water for me. Some days it feels like warmth of a fire, like, and just trusting some days it's more roots going into the earth and just like dragging out all the stuff and giving it back Mm -hmm. to mother earth. So she can create beautiful love and light with it. It's just trusting and being willing to like play around with that. Like it's your intuition is what it is, is that you're tapping into. It's whatever you need right now. So you may need that fire energy. You may need that earth energy. You may need that water energy. Yeah. And if you don't know where to start, there's lots of like free stuff out there you can tap into Mm -hmm. free meditations and stuff. If that's something that intrigues you, but you don't know where to start. Yeah, absolutely. And I always say, I don't know, for me, it feels good if I can just get outside even for a minute, unplug, get my phone. Like my phone is for me is the cause of my energy dips. Like Mm -hmm. if I'm on social media too long, even like a minute on social media, I'm like, ah, and I just start to dip. And so removing the phone completely out of the room, getting outside or getting some fresh air and taking a few breaths. And then I'm like, ah, I feel so much better. So you might want to try that too. get outside. (laughs) Yes. And if you're able to take your shoes off and get your feet onto the earth, like earthing is scientifically approved as well, that your body exchanges ions with the earth. And that actually does bring you back into your natural vibration if you let it. Yes, Yeah. absolutely. Like you said, we're all energy. We're all vibration and the universe, the earth. (laughs) We are the universe and the earth. So yeah, connecting. 
Exactly. We're meant to be in flow. Yes. And a little tip about the phone thing or anything that feels like an energy dream for you before engaging with it, whether it be your phone or a coworker or a situation with a family member, you know, that you know that's like, oh, it's going to drag the energy right out of me. Set up a barrier and Mm. like an imaginative barrier there and make it whatever you want it to be. Make it like a screen, make it a movie screen, like the old fashioned that pulls down or make it a curtain or make it whatever. And just set that intention that your energy won't go beyond that screen between you and your phone or that person and vice versa. Their negative energy or lower vibration energy won't come in past that screen as well. Hmm. What a good idea. Thank you. One of my favorite things dealing with certain people. Yes, definitely. (laughs) We all have those certain people in our lives and we send them love and light, but we don't need to have them drag us down. Absolutely. (laughs) So I know your answer, but how important is it for us to keep our energy and our our vibration up? And why, why is it important? Why? Most important thing of your day, because it's all about maintenance, right? It's like anything. If you misuse or abuse or neglect your car and you're just, oh, the check engine lights on, it's fine. Just keep on going. She's going to break down. And that's the way you are with your energy. If you keep neglecting or just ignoring the fact that you're not managing your energy, you're going to break down whether and it looks like something different for everybody but most of the times it looks like burnout nowadays yes absolutely yeah so yeah so very important important. (laughs) very important yes and you can get really good at it where it literally I can do my whole morning routine and five simple breaths like it didn't start out that quick it used to start out for 10 minutes and some days depending on my days I like to do it before I go to sleep too. Some days take a little longer, but some days are pretty quick. Okay. I want to know all about what it is you do as an intuitive energy healer. It's just a really fancy way to say that I use source energy. So I like to think of it as a combination between like Reiki, which people are more used to hearing about of energy healing, uh, using source energy channeled through me. I am not the energy. I just channel it through me to the person, whether they're next to me or online. So it's a combination of that. A little bit of therapy. There's a lot of talking, a lot of um, seeing what comes up. And it's all guided by our spirit team. So we all have, whether you believe it or not, we all have spirit guides. These are these benevolent beings that help us go through our life, help us live out our life's purpose. And so I use my team as long, along with the uh, client's team to bring up what needs to be brought up. So a lot of times people come in with a thought or not sure what's going to happen. And during that meditative state and that body scan, these different somatic triggers can't come up. And we dive into that area of the body and I'm guided by the spirit guides, but I like to prompt my clients to empower them to access their own healing so that they're seeing what I'm seeing, they're experiencing it, they'll they'll have a memory, or maybe it'll be inner child work that will come in. 
a lot of obviously trauma work, that kind of thing, a lot of chakra balancing, a lot of energy clearing. So it's a mixed bag. Mm, I love it. I love it. (laughs) But it's all intuitive. So I've learned over, I've been doing this for myself and I forever fostered palliative dogs. So I've been doing it for animals for a long time, but I have learned to trust myself over the last three or four years that whatever comes through is what needs to come through. And and that is what helps with the healing, helps those people identify what has been causing the pain or causing the block, keeping them from accessing the vibration that they truly are. That is such beautiful work that you're doing. It really is because it is so needed. And guys, it is real. So (laughs) the cool thing is like I have clients ranging from other energy healers that are obviously true believers and people that have never done energy healing or any sort of, they don't know what spirit guides are. You don't need to, it's all done through this really beautiful guided meditation. And it's very natural. It's very, it flows that nobody gets weirded out. (laughs) But And there's obvious like emotional and energy shifts, but then there's a lot of physical shifts as well. People coming in with chronic pain and leaving feeling much better. So that's so needed. Uh Uh, I can totally relate because I am an intuitive person as well. I discovered my gifts around 18. It is crazy. Once you learn how to hone into your intuition, it's there every day. And like now, like I'll see a bird and I'm like, oh, I know what you mean. <laughs> like I'm that kind of crazy. For me personally, I've hidden that for a lot of my life because I didn't want to be like the weird one. Nobody in my circles were like me. So that kind of hindered, I think, my growth, my authenticity. But now I'm in my 40s. I'm like, hey, I'm all in. It is time to be who I am. And so what would you say to someone who... Okay, two types of people. Let's have two two types here. The first person, they they hear about people like us, they see people like us, and they're curious. They want to be able to tap into their intuition. And so they want guidance. Like, well, how do I do this? They say they've never heard in their intuition. And I'm like, have you not? Have you ever been prompted to turn right when you're supposed to go left? That's intuition. And then the other type of person let's say they're just like us, but they're afraid to let their true self out. So maybe that's two questions. Let's start with the first person. What is one way they can start to tap into their intuition and know that's their intuition? Know what they're hearing is a message for them. Yes. Okay. So first of all, both types, you are like us. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry to burst your bubble, (laughs) but you're already are intuitive. So everybody is intuitive. Everybody's gifts look different. And I've done, um, I've held programs where we like learn how to tap into our intuition and, and, and discover our own kind of gift. There are different types of intuitives, though, where I started was claircognizant. I just had a knowing and I used to, I didn't embrace my spiritual gifts until I was, well, I just start playing with them in my thirties. But like you, there's something very freeing about our forties and I just don't give a darn anymore. And, but I was in my past relationship 
put down for my claircognizant mm. of just knowing, like, how do you know, right? Mm. So to kind of hone into that is like you're saying, really start to just pay attention to those little little pushes that you feel within yourself. We all have that inner knowing, that inner knowing, that inner voice, whatever you want to call it, is your intuition. The intuition will come and people sometimes are like, well, how do I know it's just not my mind chatter versus my Mm -hmm. actual inner voice? Our inner voices are very calm, very direct. They come through very simple in a way like, when you're saying like coming to a stop sign and you're just like, oh, I don't know which way to go. And you will just hear a left. Mm-hmm. Whereas your mind is like, well, left looks good, except this, I don't know about that turn that I can see in the distance and right, it looks looking like it's coming towards more houses. So maybe that's the way I need to, that's not your intuition. So those are simple ways um, to kind of differentiate. And again, the way we can tap into our intuition is come into our bodies, get out of your head, get into your body. So if you're curious and want to do some meditation, some nice, simple meditating, some just breathing, whatever feels good for you. But the other way, if you're not a sit down and breathe and be, be silent, you're not going to be silent. First of all, that's, that's a myth. <laughs> that's for Buddhist monks. And that's great. But we will have those thoughts. But again, you can differentiate between that intuition and the thought because of the chatter. But the other way is get out in nature. The best way to connect to your intuition is nature. Nature feeds our intuition. Mm-hmm. And then you can also play with it. Ask for a sign. Your guides are already always listening, always watching, whether you you accept them or not. So ask them for a sign and be specific. Be like, all right, well, I live in British Columbia. There's not really many lions except like mountain lions, but send me a lion tomorrow. And I bet you I'll go downtown and I'll see either a picture of a lion or someone wearing a lion on their shirt or something like that, right? And it doesn't always come in the way that you expect, but watch for those signs. And it's just like this beautiful little nudge from the universe, like, huh, we got you. Yes. (laughs) I love that. I love when I'm pondering something as well. I'm sure most people can relate and you are like two in your head and then yeah you're out and about and you're like you just see the answer it comes like you're reading a book or you're listening to someone on a podcast or someone's wearing a shirt with the exact thing you've been trying and you're like oh my goodness mhm thank you thank you for the sign and if you're clear audience it, like we all have all the clairs but we always have a stronger one so if you're stronger one's clear audience watch out for that song that you turn the radio on to listen to the lyrics mm-hmm. i bet you it's the message you needed to hear yeah but you need to ask ask for it yes so you would probably totally be into this i um saw someone on instagram teaching us how to connect with spirit guides and it was so simple and i tried it and it was so cool she said something like you just get really still and you say spirit guides she said i think like spirit of the light or something let me know if you're here and then it was kind of what you were talking about the body scan and it was just like show me what yes looks like in my body show me what no looks like in my body. And then you ask the questions that you've been needing answers to. And then your body, whether maybe that's spirit guides, um, 
you'll feel heavy if your answer is no, and you'll feel so open and light if the answer is yes. And the only thing I want to change from that is everybody's different on their yes and their no's. Mm. And every moment of every day is your yes and no's are different. So you need to ask. So the best way is just, yes, take a few deep breaths and just say, spirit of the light, are you with me? Or you don't have to be fancy. You must be like, hey, you spirit guides, are you with me? <laughs> like, don't worry about the language. They know yeah. who they are. And ask them to send a physical sensation, be very specific, send a physical sensation to my body to let me know you're here. And then just get real quiet and wait for it. If you're not sure you felt it, then take a moment and ask them, hey, spirit of the light, can you turn up that sensation by whatever you see on the dial, like 50% and send it again and pay attention. Once you've got that first one, then ask them, spirit of the light, what does yes feel like in my body? Always start with yes, because sometimes the no is simply the absence of yes. Mm. So there's some days when I'll ask them, spirit of light, send me what yes feels like in my body. And it will be that beautiful opening up in my chest. But sometimes they're a little, mine are very direct. And sometimes it feels like they're pushing like crazy on my third eye. Sometimes my hands will itch or sweat. Like it can be different every time. Yeah, you're actually right. I have experienced that. Sometimes what I'm used to the yes actually feels like the no. And I'm like, wait, but I thought you're right. So thank you for that clarification. Yeah, no problem. And then always follow up with the no's. Okay, spirit of light. Thank you. I always thank them. It's very nice. Um, and then say, can you show me what no feels like in my body? And then ask a simple question. Play with that with easy things. Like, okay. Should I have an apple for lunch right now or for a snack? Yes or no. And then wait for the feeling to come through. They're going to give it to you. So, so fun. That is so yeah. cool. What is here for us? If we just open up to it, mm -hmm. I have gotten so many real answers that actually are true that I have done by doing that simple technique. And it's, yeah. it's so amazing. And it's like a practice like any muscle, right? We have to practice this muscle. So starting with things that you're not attached to the outcome with is really good to start. Even like, okay, should I wear this shirt today? No? Okay, should I wear it? Do that. And then work yourself up to a big, heavy question like, mm. okay, should I quit my job? <laughs> like, yeah. Don't go into the gym and think you're going to bench press 300 pounds off the bat, right? Don't do that. Do it in a slow progression. Yeah. And trust, trust what comes. Yes. That's yes. the hardest lesson is learning to trust. Yeah. Learning to trust and along with trusting, just following the guidance, doing it, doing the thing that they tell you to do, listening to your intuition. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. They're not going to strike you down if you, if you decide to have the apple instead. Like <laughs> it's not, they're going to help you get to your path, no matter if you stray and take the scenic route a bunch of times. Um, so just know that the more you follow it though, the straighter your path will be. Yes. And isn't that what we're all looking for? Oh, guidance and just answers in a straight path. I don't know about you, but my life can sometimes look like a bunch of squiggles, even oh, though when yes. I have the intuition and then I'm like still trying to be in my head like squiggles. Okay, <laughs> let's level just, it out. 
And remember, you can't always be on the ups, right? We do have to take the downs to come back up again. And it's actually in those squiggles and those downs of our path that the real gift is. Even though it sucks as you're going through it, it truly is where your gift is. Because then as you come up and you hit that precipice, you can really enjoy the view because you were in the dark depths. Mm, Absolutely. What's a big dream that you have for your life? Like a larger than life dream that you're ready to go for. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, one of many, I'm sure. One of many. And just remember when Sarah asks that question, if you tap into something that feels really big and you're just like, oh, right, like that's ever going to happen. Just remember that if that dream is in you, it's actually for you. It's already happening on a whole nother time level. You just have to raise your vibration to match it. My big dream is because many things, a, a big, huge why of what I do, why I do my energy healing, why I'm a consultant for, say, Healy, but also like Arbon, which is like all natural health and wellness. Why I do what I do is to ultimately, yes, create that ripple effect and help people on their healing journey so they don't have to take. 10, 15 years like I did to actually, once I decided to get better, to actually be here. And one of the beautiful things that came on my healing journey was my second husband, my love of my life. He is like my complete soulmate. Because we met later in life, part of my big why to be able to help other people and feel complete on my purpose is to jump in a camper van with him and tour the whole world and see Mm. what this beautiful earth has to offer and to enjoy it and to fully enjoy it. Yeah. That's my big why of helping people, creating a business to help me (laughs) then enjoy life. Yeah. Because yes, we're meant to be in service to others. We are meant to do these beautiful things for other people, but we're also meant to live the lives that we dream of. And that's my dream. Mm, I love your dream. It's a dream (laughs) I often fantasize about for myself too. It just sounds so nice just to get out there and really soak up the earth and the world and travel and see what's there for us. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we moved halfway across the country. We used to live in Ontario. Now I live in British Columbia. No family here, no friends here, but I knew, like I knew, like I knew that my soul wanted to be here. And I just followed the signs from the universe. And it's actually, we're coming up on our one year anniversary of coming out to this part of the world that we didn't know existed, but we followed the intuitive drops from the, from our spirit guides. And we came out here when the opportunity presented itself. My husband worked for a week and a year later, we're out here full time. Wow. I love it. So yeah. inspiring. Oh, like gave me goosebumps. I'm like, okay, she can do it. We can do it. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, tell me about your Healy device. Yes. Um, so this has been a true gift that not only for myself, but also for my clients, I use it in my energy healing. So Healy is a wearable frequency support device. So what it does is it actually reads your energy's blueprint, who you are at like a soul level hmm. before all of our humanness happened to us or for us, I should say. 
And then what it does is once it has that information, it scans your bioenergetic field at that moment, which is uh, always changing, right? And it shows you where you're out of alignment, and then it gives you the frequencies to elevate your energy up, elevate that vibration back into alignment. So what it's doing is supporting not only our physical well-being, but also our mental, emotional well-being as well. It's been instrumental in me being off all medications all mood medications, all pain medications, and has been huge on not only my physical healing, my mental healing, but also my spiritual like growth. It's had this beautiful side effect of really being able to tap into my intuition, that it's constantly talking to our bioenergetic field and that kind of fourth, fifth dimension. And this is all quantum physics. So I'm not going to try to explain it down to the uh, science of it. That's for the Einsteins to explain, (laughs) but it's constantly talking to us. And so the programs that it's running, the programs say I'm running right now for balancing my energy is different than the program I'll run tomorrow if I run the same one, because it's asking me which frequencies I need. And then it's sending the frequencies. It has a database of what frequencies will help, but it's only sending the ones that I need. So if I ran the same program on you, you get totally different frequencies because you're totally different being. So then it also has this beautiful, so it's got these supportive programs for physical, emotional, mental, but then it also has um, programs where you can do an aura scan. So it goes through your aura, through your chakras, which are your main energy um, centers in your body. And it will not only show where they're out of alignment, but why. And then it also has a coaching, which I've been um, using with my clients a lot, and especially my entrepreneurial clients and my uh, network marketer clients trying to reach their goals. You put in a goal that you want to manifest, and it actually shows you what your limiting beliefs are, where that stems from. What? And then... Yeah, then send you the frequencies to bring that out of your subconscious if it's there, and then to release it. Wow. Out of your powerful tool. Yeah. I asked the reason why I asked um, is because I can see her. She's wearing it right now. So, (laughs) yeah. And then I've seen you on Instagram, of course, talking about your device. I mean, that. That's really cool. It's really quite amazing. And it works in a few different ways, but there's microcurrents, which you can see because I've got them plugged into my wrist. So it's actual micro individual microcurrent frequencies going to our cell level where it's affecting our cellular voltage. And that has to do with all of our health. I mean, any disease or disease or any aging, anything like that is because of cell health, cell degeneration. So this actually helps the cell become more healthy. It increases our ATP, which is our protein synthesis, our energy by like 400%. So you can run it like that. And then you can also use kind of the cordless version, which is your, it's a Tesla coil that creates um, like three feet of 
scalar waves into your torque field. So this is like your energetic field. And if any yogis are listening, they know what I mean by torque field. Um, so you can do it that way. And then you can also do scalar waves via quantum entanglement, which is the same basis of how like any distance energy healing works. And so I can do a scan on you, even though we're not sitting next to each other, and I can deliver the frequencies that way as well. Hmm. So it's quite a beautiful device. It's all based on the time waiver, which has been around forever in Germany, but Marcus Schmieke, the inventor, who's a quantum physicist, and he was a Vedic monk for 12 years as well. He wanted to get it in the hands of everyone so that we can raise our vibration so we can raise the vibration of the whole world. Yes. I love that. I love that you tied back into vibration right there. We kind of started with vibration and I do love that whole concept that when our vibration is raised, we are helping to raise the vibration of the universe, the earth, everybody on it. And that is our job, right? That is an important job. (laughs) Absolutely. Because we've all walked into that room before and have not heard the conversation that went on before, but went whole. And you could have walked in with a smile and it just drops off of you because you can feel that low vibration Mm -hmm. and that frequency. But if you go in there and bring in your happiness and your energy and your love and your light, you can also walk out of the room afterwards and feel it totally shifted. And see that people's energy has totally shifted. Yes. Yeah. I always say it causes ripple effects and your vibration is your contribution to the world. So yes. Well, thank you, Amy, so much for this conversation. It went so fast. I feel like I could talk to you for like days. I know. I feel like that last little bit I dropped in is like a whole nother conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. Well, I'll have you back on and we'll just talk about following. Perfect. Our guides. Yeah. Perfect. Where can we find you? And Uh, yeah, share with us what we can look forward to from you. Absolutely. So like I said, I do one-on-one healing. I'll do one-on-one coaching, but I also have done in the past and want to bring back in different forms, different programs. I also do workshops. I usually hold like even free healing session, like circles. So the best place to follow me, I think the best place I'm plugged into is on Instagram. And I'm at treat.yourself.first because that's where all healing starts is by treating ourselves. And um, so if you follow me there, there's a link in my bio and you can see everything that's going on, all I have to offer. And if you're like, I just kind of vibed with you, but I have no idea what I want to do with you. I do free clarity calls. So we can just talk and get to know each other. Well, I definitely want to join one of your circles. (laughs) That's for sure. Excellent. Yes. We will all be looking you up. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. And sending lots of love and light to everybody. Thank you. We sure could use it. Wow. That was such a lovely conversation with Amy. I could seriously just keep this conversation going all day. (laughs) Here are the top takeaways. One, it's important to deal with our feelings and trauma, no matter how big or small, as they come up, or it might show up later in life as chronic pain, illness, or depression. Two, Tune into your body daily with a quick body scan to see if and where you have any tension or pain. And then breathe in and as you breathe out, just imagining all your tension melting away. 
Three, when you feel like your energy is dipping, breathe, ground into your body and ask yourself, is this mine to hold on to? Then clear it out. Imagine a waterfall flowing down your body and feel it release or get up and shake everything out. And four, to connect to your intuition, start paying attention to your inner knowing. You will hear it or feel it come through really direct versus just your mind chatter going around and around and around in circles. That's your intuition when you hear that direct message. Drop into your body and get out of your head. You can try meditation, breathing, or she suggests getting outside in nature because that's one of the best places you can get quiet, connect, and connect to your intuition. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you loved it as much as I did. And if you're not as woo as Amy or myself are yet, you might want to give some of this a try because it is seriously a game changer. Please do me a favor. Go check out Amy. You can find her at Treat Yourself First on Instagram. She has so many amazing offerings, including one-on-one healing sessions. She also does workshops and other circles from time to time. You will not want to miss out on all that she has to offer. Until next time, take care of yourself and continue to be mindful about the way you are living your life. You've got this. Let's go.